From the Los Angeles Times, this is Coronavirus in California, stories from the front lines. I'm Gustavo Riano. It's Friday, April 17th. Today, nothing represents Southern California's multi-billion dollar tourism industry like the Disneyland Resort, which saw over 18 million visitors last year and employs about 31,000 people across two theme parks, three hotels, and shops galore. Almost nothing shuts this place down. The self-described happiest place on earth has only closed three times in its 65-year history. The day after JFK was shot, the day of the 1994 Northridge earthquake, and on 9-11. But the coronavirus has left Disneyland a ghost town. The park closed its doors on March 16th. And with that, one of the region's biggest employers had to plan to furlough its workforce. We're joined now by Glendana Shevlin, a concierge at the Disneyland Hotel, who will get furloughed this weekend. Blue Shield of California would like to take this moment to thank the mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, daughters, sons, friends, and heroes on the front line. This fight is tough, but so are you. And we're grateful for your courage and your dedication to keeping us all safe and healthy. Thank you. Oh, it's so good to hear your voice and talk to you again. (laughs) In these really crazy times. I never saw forthcoming. (laughs) None of us did, I think. So what was the last day that you worked? Uh, March 16th. Oh, so the day Disneyland closed. How how was that day? I mean, were the folks who were visiting the park, were they sad? Was it kind of stunned, walking around surreal-like or something? The Saturday before that, it had worked. And um, one of my long-term guests renewed her wedding vows with her young eight-year-old son and her husband. And they redid their wedding vows and they were in. And it was like, I can't believe this is happening during this time. But you could tell that the guests understood yeah. But they also were kind of sad because that's the when you're sad, that's the place to go to get happy. Right. <laughs> Most of us cast members we were a little nervous and a little scared, but we were applauding Disney for it, that they were closing down because for the first time, I really believed they were taking care of us and our health was important, you know. Yeah. Did all of you think the closure would last as long as it has? I mean, the idea of having Disneyland closed for at this point a month, let alone a day, no one in Southern California could ever comprehend it or even imagine it. You know what? When they first heard that they were going to close down the parks, I thought, no way are they going to close down the hotels. We're going to be shelters. We're probably going to serve food. But then when they came back and all of Disney was going to close, I believed it was only going to be maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah. And now we're hearing, you know, rumors that it might be June until we come back. Who knows? I I, I can't legally say when we're going to come back. I don't even really know myself, but I do know I didn't think it was going to last as long as it did. No. So how do you and your fellow cast members feel about not being able to work? Disneyland's famous for cast members who work there not so much because of the salary, but because of the camaraderie and also the location. I'm keeping in contact with all my coworkers, especially in the concierge lounge. We're talking about what should we do? Should we go ahead and um, file for unemployment? We've heard this in the news. I mean, the messages, even though we don't know when we're coming back, this has taken on so much of a different effect. Probably when I get off the phone with you, there'll be a whole nother 
thing that's happening. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. So this crisis comes a couple of years after an Occidental College survey that showed how thousands of Disneyland workers, even those with union jobs, were struggling to pay rent and buy food and medication. It went worldwide. So if Disney does for low cast members, even union cast members, describe how it would impact people like yourself. It's really actually good because Disney paid us up until the 18th, which will be my last day of getting a paycheck. So I've been home collecting and they've been also paying our health care. Now they have informed us that we are on furlough. And uh, I did, like I said, I applied for unemployment. And lucky for us, the unemployment has uh, the supplements that we're getting through unemployment is basically a little bit more money than I would I would make at Disney. Oh, wow. Disney is doing that's making it even easier is that they're paying for my health care and not just for me, for also non-union members. If I can ask Disney for one extra thing, subcontractors like Sodexo, the workers in the cafeterias who feed us, they're not yeah. getting the yeah. same benefits. And that company is subcontract through Disney. And I hope that they turn over and do the same thing. If I can ask Disney to make whatever effort to ask them to do so, I would. I wouldn't say I'm going to make a lot of money through unemployment, but at least I have a little bit of a cushion. And because I had a great contract, uh, the last time I talked to you, I was homeless. I'm not homeless anymore. I'm living in a beautiful little dollhouse, as my friends call. You can see my, my little background you see through your screen there. Yeah, a lot of Disney characters in the background. This LA Times podcast is presented by Blue Shield of California. The fight is tough, but so are you. Thank you, Frontline. This advertiser has no influence over editorial decisions or content. It's interesting for me to hear this coming from you because in the past couple of years, Unite Here Local 11, they staged a lot of protests against Disney, saying that it wasn't paying folks like yourselves enough. I mean, there, you know, legendarily, Unite Here would have these protests where cast members would dress up as characters. I think you used to dress as, the was it the Wicked Witch from the Wicked Mo- Stepmom from Snow White, I believe? Uh, no, not Snow White, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I'm mixing up my villains. So, yeah, so now now you're saying that Disney is doing the right thing. So where do you think that shift has come from, from just a couple of years ago, they weren't paying their workers what you folks thought was a living wage. And now you're saying that Disney is actually doing everything possible and then some to protect folks like yourself, even even though you're you all are going on furlough. I think basically what happened was basically in a very positive way when we sat down and did a great contract, Disney did step up to the to the plate and it shows. And I think that was the work of Unite Here and Disney sitting down finally and saying, we got to take care of our workers. Because of all of that, we did a really good job communicating with Disney and the new management that's coming in, I think is is one of the good reasons why we have what we have today. It's so, you know, Disney now has a new CEO, Bob Chapek. So what, what would you tell him if you had a chance right now, given both the history of the past of Unite here and other, other workers at Disneyland and how Disney's treating them right now? Well, first of all, I want to applaud that uh, since he's come on board, that's uh, all of a sudden, wow, here we are. 
what's going to happen. And I'm looking forward to working with him. And I appreciate and applaud for what he's done. But I hope in the future that he can, like what we, like I was just saying, sit down with Unite here and we take care of my coworkers and myself. Um, and like I said, this, I wouldn't have believed about this coronavirus. Do I think it's going to have stop soon? No, now, no, I think it's going to be um, a long time coming, but at least we're doing a great job. Do you think it's going to change the culture of the theme park for guests once Disneyland does open? Coronavirus is going to make people stay away from Disneyland or at least not be in as big crowds as they have in the past? I would think that there probably will be a little bit of a slow period. But Disney has a rep of being one of the most amazing uh, places to go to. Disney's known for their cleanliness anyway. There's probably going to be sanitizer all over the park. I probably will see more safety codes in what we do. However, what I will tell you, if anybody is, well, look, they were the first ones to say, so we're going to close our parks, take care of our cast. We're going to pay them. So, yes, I do see things changing. I don't know what those changes are, uh, but I believe that they will be positive and healthy. More plexiglass in the grocery stores, different things like that. I think we're going to see not so much human contact. Which is a little sad, but I do believe to see that. That's my opinion. Yeah. So the day you finally return to Disneyland, yourself and all your other fellow cast members, what are you going to do to mark that occasion at the park? Oh my God! <laughs> well, at the where I work is at the hotel. Um, I'm hoping to just connect with my cast members. I miss a lot of my long-term guests that come. You know, it's going to be nice to have contact again with the outside world. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, this is probably going to get a little worse before we go back. But I think that there is a bright, shining, as Disney would say, magical pixie dust on its way. That's it for today's episode of Coronavirus in California, Stories from the Front Lines. Thanks for listening. Do you have a story you want to share with us? Call our hotline at 213-986-5652 and leave us a message. That's 213-986-5652 or email me, gustavo.ariano at latimes.com. This podcast was hosted by me, Gustavo Ariano. Our producers are Paige Heimson and Stan Lee. Our senior producer is Rena Palta. And our executive producer is Abby Fentress-Swanson. Our engineer is Mike Heflin. And our original music was composed by Andrew Ethan. If you like our podcast, subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple. Special gracias to Julia Turner, Shelby Grad, Hector Becerra, and Clint Shaw. For the latest coronavirus stories by my LA Times colleagues, including an up-to-the-minute tracker of cases in California, don't forget to visit our website. Right now, access to facts has never been more important, and the LA Times is in the business of reporting them. Stay connected and subscribe, because your subscription supports the production of podcasts like this one and our award-winning journalism. Visit latimes.com slash support LA Times to subscribe. Stay safe and see you Monday.